0: Say that to you, remember that time I almost made you die. That's true. that's
1: a nice thing to yeah, share. Sure. Lights I got, on I decided against darkness off.
0: Okay. What is this?
1: It's uh, candy.
0: It's apple squeeze fantastic. I have a solid uh, half hour of nothing to record. <laughs> 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 How much of it should I include? Definitely the part where you talk to Charlie. Is Charlie in here? mm Um, nope. it's cool if he is or, in, or isn't.
1: Yeah, he's a good listener. He won't be distracting. He might actually be, but we'll, see we'll deal with that. Do you think he's a good listener? Uh, depends if he takes, <laughs> if he's like, you're talking about something he's interested in. <laughs> Fuck Charlie.
0: <laughs> he doesn't, he's not interested. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about
1: your paper? You don't even say now. I I don't really want to unless you want to talk about specific things. But uh, I mean, I'll talk about the um, the frustration and horrible
0: like, I, management. Sorry. I
1: want to talk about that circle. <laughs> um, yeah, I just it, it could be filled, but it it doesn't need to be filled. So that. That's how I feel about it. That's your explanation that's, of the circle. That's how I feel about it. This isn't my circle; dude. it's your circle. No, but I've never. I, that's not the answer
0: I was expecting. What do you think of the circle? It could be filled or not filled. Yeah, I think it's. It is there. Could it be partially filled? I wouldn't feel right about it.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, specific things from the paper. So, is how to reduce poverty in uh, in uh, the south of your hypothetical country. Um, wait, the south, like the conservative component of the No 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 no. It's a hypothetical country. It could be the north or the west. It doesn't matter where the, in po- the in where the poverty ha- is in this country.
0: So you were trying to address how to address the poverty, poverty. Doesn't in, matter where. in a portion of your country. <laughs> <laughs> in <Yeah>. some directional <laughs> component of your country, okay? Yeah, it could be the southeast, the south north. The south northwest.
1: <laughs> sure. hmm. In the rural south. It has to be rural. It doesn't matter. That Fantastic. Rural. and through education and, and healthcare, um, so by offering those benefits to uh, the lower socioeconomic groups, poor poor people, as they prefer, I think they prefer. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably not. Um, maybe not, but uh, y- yeah. So just how those, how offering those those benefits is better than, or is better than. Doing nothing really, mm-hmm. and I focus on education. Basically, it it never makes sense to uh, provide benefits to people like compulsory benefits to people. So it's better to just give people money. It's more efficient if you think about it to give people money in the, like classical economics because then they they have the choice. If you give people someone a thousand dollars, they could choose to spend it on education, or they could choose to spend it on something else. That. They find more beneficial, so that's why it's in theory more efficient. Okay. But in cases where the state may have better information than people, um, especially than uninformed like lower socioeconomic groups, it might make sense to give people benefits in kind. Um, benefits in kind, like like education. Yeah. And like in the examples that it's like compulsory education in most advanced countries. Mm. Um And and a lot of times, rich rich people prefer it also, because they see it as if you give poor people money, they could use it on what rich people might see as bad consumption, like drugs and Miley Cyrus. (laughs) That's Um, Miley Cyrus? Is that, did you just make that up on the spot, or is that a thing rich people say? I think that's, like, what most rich people think of when they think of bad consumption. Yeah, drugs and Miley Cyrus, okay, sure. And I don't mean, like, Miley Cyrus CD, I mean, like... Uh, like, taking her out. Owning her. Taking her out to dinner or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, owning her. Buying not, her a meal. In a traditional gender, uh, gender role right. <laughs> sense. Um, sure. Or what? Or, or, oh, yeah.
0: So, yeah, you're talking about, I guess, um, the divide between differences. Yeah, differences in thought about how to help poor people giving them money or giving them contracts to yeah. be able to just do better for themselves. Yeah. Whether leaving it up to them or just forcing them to, like giving them education, Medicare or whatever, like or just saying here's money and then get your own private things. Yeah,
1: which side of that are you on? Well, I think it's well where the like standard like classical theory fails is is um, those the decisions of individuals when they're deciding whether to spend on education or healthcare. It doesn't count externalities, so like like effects on greater society. So. When poor people, or, or when all of society engages in education, a lot of like rich people see that they get that utility from that also, whether for altruistic reasons or for more Marxist reasons, which is like it builds a better workforce and preserves the capitalist structure. Okay. Um, so there's those externalities, and then there's also stuff like, do you want to be? Do you want to live in a society where we just let people starve, or like with or like we don't help sick people because that that. That can have sort of psychological effects. So those are other externalities that that people might not consider, um, but that raise the value of giving people healthcare and education. And then lastly, if you think of just like like disease, like communicable disease, like the black plague, do people get? That's what twenty sixteen people got. That. That's yeah. That's like the most common illness. Is that currently Zika, I... Zika does? Yeah, sort of. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. we'll just we'll just accept that that's true. It's not as serious. <laughs> not as serious. But yeah, like so if if you don't give people healthcare then they maybe won't vaccinate themselves and then they're going to get they could give everyone else disease so right. like that's that's a negative externality that that justifies <laughs> yeah. The intervention yeah people side.
0: aren't the best judges of what's best for themselves a lot of the time especially when they're lower class and don't have the same kind of information or maybe just aren't stable enough in their decision making process to choose the right things for themselves right they might right, rightfully so
1: they might be worried much more about like short term Oriented things like survival and not have the time to like think about the long term as much.
0: Yeah, have that a makes more
1: sense. Present oriented view. So yeah, I think it's great to give people at least primary and secondary education, and give them make loans affordable for like higher level education so that people can can participate in that. Mm. Um, and h- healthcare too. So it's mainly education and healthcare, I guess, because um, those are two of the big benefits in kind that we were talking about. But you could also, technically there's a benefit in kind, like food stamps and housing subsidies. Yeah. But those aren't, like, services in themselves. That's just giving people money to spend on those things, sort of. It's more directly just, like, giving people cash.
0: Right. Okay. That
1: makes sense. I guess
0: the one thing that you said that I hadn't really thought of that's interesting is um, the situation or the mindset of certain classes of people sort of dictates different goals and objectives for them, like short-term versus long-term. Like, the more well-off you are, the more you can plan, and the worse off you are, like, the less you can trust the system, I guess, is the way that I want to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's that's what I mean, mm-hmm. and kind of what you meant, um, which, which is sort of, it has implications on the political system as a whole, because if we constantly are changing, like, the composition of the country, let's say it's the United States, mm-hmm. is changing, where... There's an increasing and then decreasing and just like an oscillating rate of who is poor and not poor and just like different interests and goals of society, then the political system should be changing also. It should be dynamic and adaptable yeah. instead of stagnant and using the same, same rules and contracts that it always uses.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I think there's like way too much rigidity Yeah, the system. system. Definitely in the U.S. the system is really – it's really hard to implement change the way the system's designed like inherently – Mm. It makes it really hard to implement change because the people that wrote the Constitution were like really proud of their work, and yeah. they they really didn't want people fucking with it, and it would be really offensive to them to to fuck with it. Yeah, so they those dead guys. Yeah, they they <laughs> they like really think they did a nice job. They thought it was like they had a very auteur like auteur auteur um, attitude. How does that work? It's, like, a movie director that is, like, really controlling, like, Christopher Nolan. Is it, like, author, but not that? It's, like, maybe, like, French or something. Uh I'm probably pronouncing it not great. (laughs) That's That's fine. Yeah, no, Christopher (laughs) Christopher Nolan and Quentin Tarantino. It's, like, if Christopher Nolan and Quentin Tarantino and, um, who are... are, Two examples is enough? Two yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, if they wrote the Constitution and they made it really hard to, like, change Interstellar in the future. I like Interstellar. Yeah, me too. It's a good one. Wait, so,
0: <laughs> well, I, yeah, I get what you're saying because it's a movie. You can't obviously change it because it's already done. But, like the story, yeah, it's theirs. They don't. They wouldn't want you to
1: mess with it because it's, it's like their it's thing. like if if they tried to remake Interstellar and Christopher Nolan vetoed them. Uh, there's lo- yeah okay okay <laughs> it's
0: like no the, I want it, I want Anne Hathaway to say that thing about love like you can't get rid of I,
1: even though it's done it's mine. I like, dumb, I like mine. that line also. I do think love can. What's the only thing that can cross time and space, man? Not love. It's love, dude. (laughs) No, it isn't.
0: It's gravity. Sadness. the movie implies that it's gravity, though. Laughter. You're just saying other emotions. Laughter is an emotion? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, yeah, that's a good point. Um, You're just saying uh, words. I feel laughter. (laughs) (laughs) Laughter is happening. (laughs) To us. To who? To to me. Fuck. You did simultaneously and also at different times. Fuck. That's bad? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Um, so, there was something else that I thought of while you were describing political philosophy. Something else? Something else, yeah, something else. (laughs) Let's talk about it. Something else. (laughs) Um, we only have two major parties in the U.S., and Denmark has nine? Yeah. So,
1: in what way does that bring about more change, if at all? Well, it's more about, um the majoritarian system that we have versus the proportional representation system in, yeah. in most of Europe. And so like the,
0: it's like majority rule. Well, I guess the electoral college is a good example of that where like if somebody wins a state 52 to 48, they get all the electoral votes for the state. Yeah, That's, exactly.
1: Rather than, rather than a more even split where like if the popular vote is like 60, 40 in Denmark, then there'll be 60% of the parliamentary seats representing one party and 40% representing the other party and or I guess there's nine parties so there might be it might be like 40 20 20 20
0: yeah like the final round no it's like the final (laughs) round of quiplash where like seven people make jokes and then there's a bunch of votes and then it's like someone got 6% and 11% yeah 17% do you think I make this add up on the spot and 16% and 22%
1: and 28% no, that's no, one, that that's, that's one twelve, dude. No, it's one hundred. <laughs> no, it is. I got I'll it. listen to it later, and I'll. I'm report. pretty sure. Okay. I'll do. will I'll send it to my math people. Okay,
0: appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, proportional representation sounds just inherently
1: better. Yeah, just like a, I mean, it, it requires more collaboration between groups. It's more representative of what people actually voted for. Like the whole one, winner take all thing doesn't really. It's like a, it's like kind of the view that like in sports that like. I was gonna say it's like rooted in competition. Yeah, it's about winning and losing. It shouldn't be about winning and losing. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know why Christopher Nolan and Tarantino decided to make it like that when they. <laughs> Those are the founding fathers now. I met <laughs> I'm I'm John Adams and Sam. Sam Adams. Yeah, sure, one of the Sam <laughs> Samuel Al <and> Jackson. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I don't think they had any black eyes. Uh, you sure
0: that? You sure about that? I think you're probably right. I'm pretty sure about that. At yeah. least
1: if there was a black eye, it wasn't Samuel L. Jackson. It's probably a different black eye, and he probably had to wear white face. Maybe it's Thomas Jefferson was black. It's hard to know for sure. It, yeah, we don't. We, not not. Yeah, I don't think There's, was, no, there's no photos. <laughs> I think he was white. There's portraits. Those, Those are accurate. I and we were probably. talking about which was uh, which was the social media. What was around then? We were talking about. Twitter. Twitter's been around for, for about 5,000 years, but email's <laughs> new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, why
0: well, are we talking about that? Uh, anti-fragile, Taleb, something. Yeah, that's... You know. Nassim Taleb uses Twitter. Yeah. Even though he says he only uses things that have been around since caveman times.
1: Yeah, and Twitter So by been. that logic, yeah. Twitter
0: must have been around since caveman times,
1: otherwise Nassim Taleb would not use it. That's why. Yeah, so I haven't checked how much Twitter, but there are probably some pictures there. Yeah, probably. At least pretty, some tweets. He's pretty active. Yeah, he yeah. uses... He's like a pretty expressive guy. He did a lot of, uh, creative writing. Or, or uh, maybe not creative writing. He, he did writing. <laughs> <laughs> he did writing that was public. <laughs> he expressed himself through the written word. Um, I've been trying to think, like, Mies I list, know that- Mies lifts his cup to drink coffee. That was you. No, you, I was doing you. I lift my cup to drink the coffee. <laughs> and, and, and then, then I hold. <laughs> Miss <laughs> lifts his cup again. It's
0: intentionally cold. This is creative writing that you're doing right now. <laughs> you are Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> I didn't write anything in the circle, bro. Are you going to? No. Jordan's holding a notepad. There's a circle on the page it's that true. I drew for him. It's a lie. And he it's can fill it in or not fill it in. It's a three-faced lie. Or possibly write something else on the page that has nothing to do with the circle. That's a three-faced lie. It's three- what does that mean?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, I was thinking... <laughs> do, I'm, I don't know that it's possible that the U.S. will be able to... Become a system like how Denmark is with more political parties because Christopher
1: Nolan is so set in his ways and Quentin Tarantino also is pretty set in his ways. Yeah, so, it's um, like it's like hatefully, and it's like the same thing as Inglorious Bastards. Man, just make a new, make a new film, Django and Chain, They're all the same. It's all the same shit. It's all it's, they're all exactly <laughs> the same movie, basically. <laughs> just like really violent revenge <laughs> flicks, you know. Like do a nice romantic comedy, like you said you were gonna do. I think you might be doing that actually. Dunker. That's not. Like, I was talking about Tarantino, but uh, Tucker, that's a good example of a, a nice romantic comedy <laughs> about World War II battle where <laughs> everyone kills each other and it's a romantic comedy. So, I think so because Harry Styles is in it and he's in One Direction, and he's a pretty romantic guy. That's that's the reason. Everyone I know has a crush on him. That you're is quoting it. One Direction. That, that, I I've assumed. I, I don't know their <laughs> lyrics. You think their lyrics are everyone they know? <laughs> everyone I know. Has a crush I just like on, assumed us. <laughs> right? Yes.
0: Okay. I think so. But we have friends who voted for Gary Johnson and maybe that doing that a lot will make it so there's at least three
1: parties or four or five or a lot. I I don't know. I think in a majoritarian system or winner take all system it's really hard to I don't know if you get systems where there's where you have more than like two dominant parties it's uh, for some reason in history, historically, they always converged towards two parties. I think... I think it's just because
0: people are really binary in the way they think. It's like lower taxes, higher taxes. Or if some guy's like, I'm for slightly above average taxes and slightly below... Uh, some guy with really centrist views, that doesn't... F- he's not going to get votes because people people are extreme. People like yes or no as answers to questions. Like, if if I had to weigh in on abortion, I'd be... I mean, this isn't actually my view, but theoretically, if my view on abortion was... What me says like, he does not explicitly represent what he <laughs> th- what he means. A Good preface <laughs> to my point. Uh, but it, it, I don't know. I'll just talk through it anyway. Um, but if I were to say, like, yeah, I'm kind of torn on abortion. I'm not sure if it's good or bad. People aren't going to be like, oh, cool. I really agree with that. There's no, there's no... That's not getting anyone. You don't win political races by
1: just being in the middle on issues. Hmm. See... I um, I but I do think there's a convergence in a two party system, for like towards the center, with, with both both parties try to they try to appeal to the median voter in in some extent Mm -hmm. because there's there's a lot of research that shows if um, whoever's like appeals to the median voter if you win the median voter, then you have a good chance at winning the major the majority the election. Yeah, but that's I mean. That seems like a pretty obvious correlation. Like,
0: if you win one of the three categories, left, center, and right, you're going to be more likely to win overall.
1: Any category would be correlated with victory. Here. No, I'm saying the the views of the hypothetical median voter I, are, okay. are what, like, both parties, there's some, like, convergence
0: towards those two. Like, but, uh, median voters are now probably mostly pro-choice, so even a Republican candidate, candidate might be pro-choice, just, yeah. like, pretend to be pro-choice because that's appealing to
1: the median voter. Yeah, yeah, okay. or or even, yeah, even like politically, act that way, act right. pro choice. How you act when you're pro? You uh, are you, are you, you, you. act like <laughs> normal. <laughs> yeah. I like choices. Wait, I'm, I'm acting pro choice now. What are you doing? I'm just describe for what you're doing. I'm sitting here and my legs are crossed, and I'm. I was gonna drink my coffee, but then I decided against it. Oh, you I'm, chose, I'm, not, chose to. <laughs> not. to. <laughs> but now I'm gonna. I'm choosing two again. <laughs> you're gonna choose
0: to stop at some point, right? Mm-mm. You're going to just drink it until I'm pro- you no, die. I'm, no, I'm
1: drinking it until I die because I'm, I'm pro-life. <laughs> pro-death. That sounds like pro-death. I think pro-life and pro-death are similar. I think so, too. <laughs> In their own crazy way. Um, I actually th- was
0: thinking that... Uh, it's probably not an original idea, but that the alt-right and alt-left are, are, are closer together than people would generally make it seem. Like... Left right spectrum in political ideologies is not linear. Yeah. It's not a circle, but maybe it's like an arc. It's not. It's not. It's not. Yeah. Do you want to should I draw what I
1: think it looks like? Yeah. yeah i so draw I'm gonna, it for you. I'll describe it. Okay. So there's a circle now, but it's not that. In it's circle, not a circle. Pretty smooth on So f- first we have a line, left right. Okay.
0: okay. The R is on the right side of the line and the L is on the left side of the line. That's yeah. what most people interpret yeah, politics as? Yeah, of has. course, of course, course, No, I don't think it's like that. You don't think, I think it's like. It's that. like hmm. think it's like, I think it's like, I think it's like, uh, the three point arc on a basketball court. Oh yeah. I played basketball
1: before. Yeah.
0: I think it's like that. And then the middle, I'll put M for middle at the top of the key, which is like the, maybe just inside the top. So it's really inefficient. Oh, interesting. Like one step inside the top of the key, like kind of where the foul line is. (laughs) Damn, that sucks. Yeah, no, but all day. But yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Luol Dang, Dwayne Wade, uh, Demar Derozan before this year. He's People who shoot long twos. People who shoot long twos. Yes, um, because the you're not outside the arc. You these the L, the M, and the R are on the arc. Yes, they're on the arc. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you for clarifying <laughs> twice. Yeah. So do you do you agree with this representation
1: that it's more of like an arc than a line? Um, but so I, I think there's like in terms of. The left, right, like the far left, the far left, right, they do have common ground mm-hmm. in terms of like being anti the middle,
0: sort of anti establishment. Yes, like Bernie supporters, there are probably a lot of Bernie supporters who went and voted for Trump because the only reason that they voted, they were going to vote for Bernie, is because they just liked
1: radical ideas and change. Um, yeah, I mean, there's certainly some. I, some. I think. Yeah, I think I think that was definitely a big concern for Hillary, but I think most Bernie supporters ended up voting for for Clinton. Probably yeah. yeah, or didn't vote at all just because
0: they were they didn't like for whatever reason just yeah. personal things about yeah. Hillary or Trump yeah but yeah, yeah, I, but, I, I yeah but I
1: think as the election went closer m- most of them moved towards Clinton mm-hmm. Clinton but there, yeah definitely a handful picked Trump um, yeah so like I don't know even in these even in two party systems you get a bunch of different sort of groups that have like commonalities but you kind of have to like. If you're going to change the system, it's it's really hard to do from, like, without. You kind of have to do it, like, like Bernie, um, trying to win the Democratic nomination, even though he ran as an independent to get in the Senate, uh, he's not really, like, a Democrat, per se. He, no, I mean, yeah, people call him socialist. Yeah, I mean, even, even when he ran for the Vermont Senate, it was as, like, independent, so he, he, but he, like, was willing to put that aside to, um, to try to, to to try to like implement actually to actually like change things and Trump also I think would really change the Republican party change like it's more extreme now than than it was than it was before mm-hmm. so he he was kind of a rebellion against the center also I think he definitely pushes them right in a lot of ways but, I mean yeah
0: I've talked to you about Bernie a lot before <laughs> um you like you like that guy
1: yeah I like Bernie I think if um he's pretty close to like he's he's pretty old like life expectancy is like he's pretty 80. close to dying. Yeah, but what I'm saying is even though he is, like I maybe would take like a bullet for him or something. Oh wow, you like him. <laughs> you <laughs> really like him. I think he's a great man.
0: Um have you given thought to like almost um gone through some sort of process of trying to find faults within your own belief in him? Like um a vetting process for yourself Like why do I like Bernie Maybe there's stuff that I haven't thought of That
1: is bad about him You think I'm idealizing Bernie Like maybe once I get to know Bernie We're actually not that compatible Yeah that's what I'm asking <laughs> I'm asking if that's the case I'm not implying that it's the case I'm just Just asking it I guess we've never really been on a date So we don't know each other <laughs> that much But like I i have thought about a lot Like I think I take pretty seriously Like trying to Like Have a holistic um, awareness of like different viewpoints, and I find there's so much convergence with with Bernie because I I think, if anything, as as the uh, election season like progressed, I related more with Hillary and Obama who are more center left than Bernie, because, I think Obama had a quote is like me and we, Bernie has the same goals as we do. It's just a different path to getting there. Yeah, but I think I like. I, I think. I like the authenticity. Like, Brain doesn't make that much effort to sort of um, be manipulative in the way he talks or try to, like, uh, mold himself to, like, being a more politically desirable candidate. He kind of just stays on message, and it's a little boring, but it's it's also very uh, authentic, I think. I mean, if you think about it, there's presidential debate. Presidential debates are, like, interesting to watch, but they shouldn't actually be... Like, that's a horrible way to decide anything. Yeah, because, that's like, true. <laughs> you should just have your views, and those are your views, and, like, that's what they are, and there's no need to, like, like go to the fucking website and look what, look what their views are. Right. Bernie like, should have
0: a list of all the things he thinks, I mean, and Hillary thought- Clinton should have had a, a list of her for Democratic, for yeah, yeah. the primaries. Yeah, they each have their list, and then... Everyone goes down each list. Oh wait, they have different views on this one thing. Let's have them just debate about that one topic. Let's yeah. see, let's find out why they disagree. Yeah, we yeah. don't need
1: them to just go back and forth listing their views. No, we already maybe. know their fucking views. Like maybe one time you can talk about it. Yeah, one stuff. time. But Bernie's literally always saying the stuff, the same stuff. Even if you go to his rallies, he says the same stuff. Right. It's like we need to take this uh, country back from the one percent, uh, start to make it work for the middle class. <laughs> um, I'll work if Trump means what he says and works for the middle class. Then I'm willing to work with him, but if not, I'm gonna fight him every step of the way. I mean, he just says the same. He stuff. Says that a lot. <laughs> he says the same stuff, and I mean, if I don't know who's watching the debate and deciding based on who they think is like a more like persuasive like like talker, but like it that's, shouldn't be, the president shouldn't be picked based on public speaking. It's ability a horrible way to end. decide, yeah. And I think in in some instances, if you look at what Trump's been saying after the election, like talking about like. Just basically, just like conforming to trying to sell people what they want, and not actually um, necessarily like standing by any of his, his pre-election views. Like he's talking about, um, he's the people that he's appointed are like very pro U.S. intervention in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. They're they're um, like warhawks. They're also into they're, they've talked a lot about uh, repeat like making cuts to Social Security, which is a huge part of his platform that he wasn't going to touch Social Security. And then he was talking about, like, draining the swamp of yeah. corruption in Wall Street, and now he's saying, like, oh, uh, when my advisors told me to say drain the swamp, I was like, that's that's a bad idea. Like, I, th- that sounds pretty stupid to me, but I'll give it a shot anyway. And you know what? I, when I said drain the swamp, the people loved it. And He's it, giving it, himself credit for listening it, it to it his works. advisors. and, and, and he, it, Not it, even it his works. idea. And now, yeah. I love, now I love drain the swamp. <laughs> and yeah. It's, like, clearly, like, he, he couldn't, he's like, I couldn't believe that it worked. Like, he didn't even, like, it worked is, like... You would never hear that from Bernie It's not like it worked He's actually Trump's just saying things that he thinks will He's treating it like it's a sporting event He's validating viewpoints based on the success of getting votes based on them Yeah, yeah It's like not his just actual insane. He's
0: Yeah, he's just he like completely psychotic Yeah. The only viewpoint Um, This is something I've heard Sam Harris say a lot recently The Sam only Harris. viewpoint he Yeah, Sam Sam, Sam I like Sam Harris Sam, yeah, same as Sam Just uh, one Sam, just to be clear He's just a, one guy uh, he says the only viewpoint that Trump hasn't really flip-flopped on is his view of Putin. He just loves Putin unconditionally, <laughs> <laughs> which is really weird. Because, like, oh, yeah, maybe he's just pretending to like like Putin as some sort of, uh, some game to, like, stab him in the back later on. But considering all we know about him and how easily he goes back and forth on
1: everything, that does not seem at all likely. He, actually, he just loves that guy. He just likes Putin. Yeah, that's good, though, because love... Transcend time and space, like, and it's good to see. It. It's good to see. It. It's it's nice. It's like a romantic thing. It's Chris good to Christopher Nolan makes a movie about two men in love about Donald Trump and Putin, and it's like a really good romantic comedy. And then Trump goes into the fifth dimension, and he warns. the dimension. Young, he warns young Putin <laughs> how to solve the gravity equation
0: <laughs> in a in a large thing that looks like a bookshelf. It's a bookshelf?
1: Yeah, and then Putin, what is Putin, The one
0: side is actually a bookshelf. What does Putin do with the information? He... It cuts to the future and then he's old. Okay. And then he has... It is implied that
1: he has saved the world. I think that no one would be upset if we tried to make this movie. I think he would veto... <laughs> I think he'd veto this. <laughs> <laughs> he would want to preserve the original. I, I, think, it's a good, I think it's a good idea. You though. think
0: it's a good movie script idea? I think it's a good idea. Um, I, people would see that. People... I think people... Well, people don't like Putin as much as Trump does, but people like to... Hear
1: about Trump and Putin because they're really polarizing. I wonder. Yeah, I guess people would see it and it's a good idea. Aren't necessarily correlated uh, statements. Not at all. Well, to <laughs> Trump they are. <laughs> that's true. He would say that it's a good movie just because people went to it. Oh, people liked that. I couldn't believe it. people liked it. People went to it and hated it, but hey, they went to the movie and that's a good. That's good enough. Yeah, man. I mean, if you look at the score at the end of a game, it doesn't. It doesn't matter whether you win by an inch or a mile. Um, That's a scoreboard metric that is used (laughs) (laughs) Let me finish Ask any real racers No races. It doesn't (laughs) It doesn't matter Whether you win By a foot or a mile Uh, Winning is winning Or something That's Vin Diesel From the first Fast and the Furious movie And what lessons From that movie Don't still hold today That's rhetorical I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> okay.
0: That's, a, yeah, nice. Well well said that that's rhetorical, because I was I was maybe going an answer, and it would have been really dumb. I would kind of want to hear what you <laughs> no, said. No, I'm not going to say. You can't, though. I can't. It's rhetorical. Re- you said it's rhetorical. I'll stick to it being rhetorical. Okay. Um, there is, we went on a bit of a tangent, but Bernie, well, uh, my concern with Bernie isn't so much policy. I guess I'm not an expert on... I, I wasn't following politics nearly as closely during the primaries as I was, like, getting closer to the election. Just mm-hmm. because, I don't know, it was cool to later on? Yeah. No, it... I mean, whatever. It'd be, it's Friday. It'd be cool to be busy on a Friday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, think, be, I think so. I think that, seems, <laughs> that seems true. <laughs> um, but uh, the concern I have with the what is being labeled the regressive left is the emphasis on political correctness and... How a lot of the politicians that share similar views to Bernie, not just politicians, like, people, social justice warriors, the kind of people who protested the election, like, were yelling in the streets, like, not my president and stuff, um, that they get so upset just because people are talking, and well, there's this argument from a lot of podcast people that I listen to, and com- comedians too, actually, uh, about how this... The shackles on free speech sort of enable the alt-right people to come into power Mm -hmm. because you have a big chunk of the country That's just like I'm sick of being censored. I want to be able to say what I want. Look, there's Donald Trump He says whatever he wants. I, I relate to that guy.
1: Yeah,
0: so I guess the concern with the free speech thing If I'm talking from the perspective of a liberal the other liberals who are who are Censoring too much are enabling the right side to
1: have too much power Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. I think there are large uh, parts of the far left that are really obsessed with political correctness in a way that's not helpful. But, I mean, Bernie doesn't really represent... uh, There are people that vote for Bernie that have those views, but that doesn't mean he has those views. Just like there are people that vote for Trump that are, like, KKK members and, and like, neo-Nazis. And right, that doesn't you wouldn't make associate... Trump, that doesn't make Trump a, a yeah, like You wouldn't that. associate Obama with Al-Qaeda just because Al-Qaeda supported Obama.
0: Yeah, no, I get what yeah. you're saying. Because, yeah, he, it doesn't make Bernie a... Um, someone who wants to get rid of free speech just because a lot of people who supported him don't like free speech or it's not, it's not, not that explicit, but yeah, it's more, yeah,
1: it's, it's like more like, I guess hate speech you'd probably hear from the social justice warriors, but Bernie's always talking about like, not like not getting caught up in identity politics and uh, identity politics and like transcending that. I don't think he's, um, I don't really think that's a major part of his, I mean, that's, that's getting very far away from policy. I don't really think that's a major part of his persona or platform or anything that's important to him, but I I do think it's, it's, um, like the whole political correctness thing is sort of like, I, I, I'm very far, I think I'm very far left in a lot of my views, but I don't really resonate with that so much. I don't think Mm. that's very helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah. I
0: guess the, the biggest problem with it, not from just like a liberal perspective, it'll make the other guys win to hamper free speech, but just from an overall perspective, for the entire world is that when you limit ideas, you're reducing diversity of ideas, and it makes the system a lot more fragile. So if people can't speak their minds, then the it becomes very close-minded. As a society, we become, become very close-minded. Like uh, when I was when I was on birthright, I was at the Holocaust Museum, and that was the thing that kind of struck me was that everyone in Germany at the time had the same viewpoints on everything. Like there was it was it was a um, fascist regime but the fact that you could be killed for speaking up against the government mm-hmm. is is a huge problem and i guess it's it's obviously not that extreme in america but that you can be banned from youtube or twitter or something like that for speaking your mind it reduces people's willingness to speak their mind like i don't think holocaust denial should be illegal yeah because what should happen if somebody denies the Holocaust is you just they get ostracized and they get made fun of and there's a there's like a rigorous, there's social consequence. It's like the immune system of of society is to get rid of people who speak things that are not based in truth and evidence. Like we just won't take them seriously anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think more about the the negative negative consequences of. Or like the, the case for, the case for, um, like, I guess limiting hate speech. I, I, I don't know. It I doesn't, the whole, it doesn't really seem,
0: uh, Well, I have, I have some thoughts on why it's good to limit hate speech. Yeah. Um, people, like, if I make fun of certain racial groups or something and that's okay, then it sort of opens the door for people who are actually racist and bigots to make those sorts of comments themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it it's like an enabler problem. I can enable other people to be hateful. Yeah. If, if now that Trump is president, there's probably, I mean, I don't know this for sure, but an uptick in, in racial, maybe not violence, but at least prejudiced
1: behavior. Yeah, for sure. I mean, or at least like, uh, like, the people's awareness of that is much more sensitive. That's true, too. Now, I'm definitely comfortable saying that. Y- yeah, but then, um, the,
0: yeah, the problem with that is, I don't know, people, it, 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 you need to take a look at people's intentions rather than just, rather than just saying, just basing your criticism of people on their words alone, because words get taken out of context so easily and, right. Like, Sam Harris is criticized for being Islamophobic when... Or being racist towards Arabs just because he talks about how Islam has bad practices. Like, it doesn't... Maybe him saying stuff about how Islam is a bad religious construct... Yeah. It enables people who are actually racist towards Arab people to say more stuff that's bad. Mm -hmm. Because it's okay for Sam Harris to do it. Now it paves the way for other people to be racist. But Mm -hmm. that's not... I don't think that matters enough to just limit speech.
1: Right, like, it's really It would really be a hard. bigger problem to limit anyone to talk. I think if, yeah, to not have an open debate, it makes it really hard to, to have a productive discussion, and I, I think it, it's really, like, beneficial to, uh, like, some of the best, like, some of the best, like, arguing with people, like, I was in part of, like, the Dan Carlin's, like, Hardcore History uh, Facebook group for a little while. Oh, nice. And there's so many, like like, right-wing conservatives there, and arguing with them well, like, really frustrating, but it's really good to see, like, that that side, and it helps, It helps like, uh, give me a more awareness, and I think it helps, uh, like, strengthen my arguments. Mm-hmm. And, and if it doesn't, then fine, I can change my mind. But I think, like, censoring, it's like, the whole censorship thing is, like, kind of fear, it's based in fear, because it's, like, I'm scared if, like, I hear the wrong thing, maybe, like, that's going to trigger me or change my mind or something. Like, I mean, you shouldn't really be... Or, or it's going to change other people's minds you shouldn't really be afraid that I mean words are powerful but like yeah I don't think it's worth the trade off of where you actually aren't able to talk about things because then it makes it really hard to like change and adapt to like changing circumstances people
0: are scared to have their viewpoints altered because yeah. then they will like lose their friends that or they're maybe only friends with because they share the same viewpoints yeah like if you're a if you're a devout Catholic that believes that gay marriage is a sin and then someone convinces you it's not, and then you're like, "Oh, well, now I'm pro gay marriage." Your friends to be like, "Fuck you, go away. You can't, you can't come over yeah, for I'm, dinner anymore." You'll be excommunicated. Yeah, but so there's like there's some incentive
1: to excommunicated from the house, <laughs> from the from the dinner table. <laughs> yeah, but so I guess there's still get lunch. I think other meals are okay. Yeah, other meals are fine. People <laughs> right. are come on, people are
0: reasonable. Yeah, right. You can maybe get snacks. <laughs> but yeah, I guess uh, if you. If people are scared to change their viewpoints, then it kind of takes away from being willing to have debates about issues. Because I think what you were saying in the Facebook group, um, it's good to have two people on opposite sides, even if they can't come to an agreement, to converge towards the middle to some degree. Like that, that's helpful to at least understand each other and say, like, okay, yeah, I sort of see where you're coming from. At least I can empathize with your viewpoint a little bit now. Yeah, I've been. um, I've been more active on Twitter lately since I started doing the blog and podcast and I've been, well, I follow like a bunch of people that just say they're atheists. Um, but I follow a bunch of other people that are like really, really religious. Mm -hmm. And there's this one person I've been arguing with like maybe, maybe a couple different times actually where I've seen them say things like, I think I'm trying to properly represent their viewpoint. It's, It's not a religious thing. It's more just arguing if God is real and where the burden of proof lies and if there is a God or not a God. Uh And their claim is that feeling some sort of spiritual thing within yourself is its own form of evidence that there's like a divine power. Mm -hmm. Like that should... There's... there's, Ipso facto? Ipso... Ipso (laughs) facto. Ipso facto. You know that expression? No. It no, I like, do now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to say what it is
1: anyway? We it already did this like conversation. It, <laughs> it. it means like then. <laughs> if Hence... If you feel this spiritual thing, then... You mean...
0: If so, in fact... If, <laughs> if, if, <laughs> it's like the word hence, which is Hunter Pence's name mushed together. Hunter Pence, the <laughs> vice president? <laughs> the, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I guess that... Yeah, what they were arguing was that burden of proof is sort of a fallacy because for me to say that you need evidence to prove that God does exist because you need evidence to prove something is there. I don't have to prove there's no, like, uh... Baseball team that plays in the middle of outer space somewhere like there's no reason to believe that the burden of proof the is on you. there's a baseball team that plays in the there's space? a no, dude I don't think so dude. But yeah, so I'd say if you were like dude you see like Derek Jeter he plays for that new team over by <laughs> Jupiter I'd yeah. be like well The burden of proof is on you to, to give me some form of evidence that that exists you could just right And then you would say something like I just feel like it's true yeah, I'm just closing my eyes and I'm trying to think. About you it. you can see I it. I feel like it's true. Right, so <laughs> for me to disregard that entirely, it might be a little bit premature. Like it's a tiny amount, like the smallest amount possible. To disregard the baseball team? Yeah, because if you if you can envision it, <laughs> then
1: I guess it's who am I to say that it's not there, you know? I mean, yeah, I mean, but it's a spectrum, so like maybe you can like allow that possibility. sure, you could allow that possibility. I can possibility, allow for it, but yes. like the burden proof is on them to, like, take you to a game so you can watch that... You can watch the team, you know? Like, right. We, we can go if you want. We exactly. We can got tickets. So I guess the difference between...
0: I, I don't want... <laughs> Dark Cheaters' range is bad, though. I don't want to see... I don't want to see that No, it's point. much better
1: in a, in a gravity-less situation. <laughs> <laughs> How does he get... He just floats up and catches all the fly balls. No, he has really good control. Of, th- he, he, like... He swims. It's a swimming motion. He, he goes, swims... He has a lot of love. He's full of love, and love transcends gravity and space and time. It transcends gravity now too. Yeah, that was always part of it.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, you just didn't you didn't clarify it before, but okay, that's fine. <laughs> but what if um what if like ninety percent of the people on the planet also believe that Derek Jeter plays for that team by Jupiter, even though there's no actual <laughs> evidence for it? They just feel like it's true, and like the whole the whole planet, all the people think that it's. It's real because they all have read some book that was written 4,000 years ago about how that team was being formed. Well, then
1: you get the most powerful country in the world endangering the rest of the world by not believing in climate change because they think the world's only 3,000 years old. Yes. And that's fucked up. The world's not 3,000 years old and there's no baseball team in outer space, probably. (laughs) <laughs> probably, probably so
0: likely. But I think <laughs> I think we do agree though that The starting point for religious belief Should be being agnostic And then ag- being ag- agnostic Is a spectrum where you move really really Close to there definitely is no God Or maybe if you really believe in the Bible Then you move towards the direction of there Certainly is one But no one
1: should be 100% or 0% I, One I way agree. or the other I agree but but I think that that's justified now Because you and I are like we we've been uh, like we're, we're relatively like we've we've come from like privileged background and also had like good access to education and I think that's really important in like getting different viewpoints and, and having a good understanding of like a good scientific understanding of like lo- logic and reason and rationality and I think in o- older times like before um, before like modern thinking was like prominent. Like they did have rational reasons to think that like oh there's an ellip a solar eclipse yeah. and like that means that, that like God is blinking or something. I don't know what yeah, it, I don't know what It rains, is. God
0: is crying, there's lightning, God's angry. Like they didn't, we didn't know That was pretty rational then. That was yeah. evidence. We had no idea how weather was formed or how disease was spread. It was just we had to people had to attribute
1: it to something. Yeah, yeah. And and, and I I get how then it made sense and I get how now, like, if you don't have access to like, or if you don't have a, a good awareness of like the world and how how the world works, and and you don't get exposed to like education, I get how that you, you could have these like really sort of backwards views. I think that's that's really the important. I don't. I don't. I think education is really important to to for all this stuff for like. I I think a a lot of the divide you see in like conservative and and liberal voting is on the grounds of education yeah and even with political correctness like you want people to be able to be free to say whatever they want but you also like what people say matters and like if you think of let's say like a newspaper um like a really conservative newspaper like Breitbart who who that guy is now he was also not in, not only in charge of the newspaper but in charge of Trump's like campaign mm. and. Th- they're like fostering rumors that like Hillary Clinton is like a murderer and she has like a body count list and basically everyone that's in her circle that's died that's died in the past 30 years and she has a pretty big social circle because she has a lot of friends yeah, she's like she's really pop- popular. she's a very she's so popular, popular person yeah um she's like Sixty six million
0: potential. like she would <laughs> Everyone knows her at least and, and a lot of people like her more than the other person.
1: Yeah, she just like she like spent, she gets every day she tries to get lunch with more. I don't know I don't know what her strategy is. But um where's I going with this?
0: Oh, so, oh, no, no, no. I know what you're saying. If, you, if a fake news story comes out, it's, it becomes pervasive, and then it's hard for people to separate what's true and not true. So it actually matters that the newspaper is
1: publishing lies. Like, we don't have perfect filtering systems. Yeah, it a, it, and I get upset when I spend time when I see, like, some provocative statement. Like, this thing's been coming up on my news feed that Stephen Hawking has discovered this algorithm, and the 1% are so mad because it's going to help everyone beat the stock market. And it makes me really mad that I don't—I haven't even clicked on the link. But it makes me really mad that I'm intrigued enough to waste time on that because I know that if I click on it and then I look at where the sources are, it'll probably just turn out to be bullshit, mm-hmm. and I'll, it's a waste of my fucking time. And of also, course. if I don't—I know that it, not everyone is necessarily going to take all that time to like to question it. And I think a big part of education is like having healthy skepticism, so people just go on accepting views that are that are false, like Hillary Clinton's, like a. Like, this murderous person who silences all her critics with with, uh, murder, with murder. That's what murderous <laughs> she is. She silences <laughs> them by cutting out their throats. <laughs> yeah, or, like, other their other methods. You, If they die, the, the, the throat won't be able to do anything. I think in all cases that I'm aware of. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's, but you, at the same time, so you don't want to prevent them from publishing, because that's infringing on free speech, and that has a world of danger on its own. But you want them to publish, like, intelligent things. So at right. least at least ed- educated, informed opinions. It shouldn't be illegal for for newspapers to um,
0: publish lies, but no. there should there should be an awareness level to the public. It's a hard problem because if you leave it up to the other newspapers to say this one this one newspaper is lying, well then the other newspapers could be colluding and lying about what that newspaper is doing, and it becomes like a political thing, and then it's really difficult. Yeah, dude, it's hard. It's, it's a hard one. It's definitely a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, There's no easy solution, but no one even I feel like people don't even take the time to think about it So we'll tell them The listeners that are listening to us talk now
1: We'll tell our uh, No, they are. That, all, we've already told them Our big evangel evang- If you're, to our uh, ev- Evangelical Evangelical <laughs> <what> is, <laughs> Evangelical, evangelical uh, listen, Yeah, to our evangelical listeners um, Yeah, that, that's for you guys <coughs> Wait, I'm doing words quietly yeah. I'll wait What words did you say to yourself? I
0: said, it's dark. I said, it's dark in here. In your eyelids. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so we were talking about belief and um, how people should be more agnostic than they are, at least. Maybe not fully agnostic. Like, I'm certainly not. Mm -hmm. I'd probably be classified as atheist, mostly. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's definitely a spectrum. But I guess what you were saying is it makes sense that people are religious because we didn't understand th- things in the past. And then also it's hard to change your viewpoint. So if your parents tell you one thing, not everyone is willing to learn a new way to think. You it, It's it been completely ingrained. So it, it makes sense that people are or think what they think.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think there's a rationale behind like people's life v- views, like major life views and life beliefs. But do you think that feelings like, uh,
0: I guess, the internal desire to to be faithful or believe in something like when people say you can feel Jesus in your heart or some dumb shit like that? Yeah, that sounds like a a, a medical disorder. (laughs) No, but I guess what I'm saying is get the fuck out of there. To to what? To what? It's like that spider that's in Wolverine's chest in the Wolverine movie. Yeah, he I just, can, like reach in and grab it. The spider in him, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it's a that, metaphor. You know, that it's not. It it's a simile. The metaphor. It's a simile. No, it's a metaphor. It's like. No, you said it's like the spider. That's it's like a. But metaphors can have the word like. It. So metaphors, similes are metaphors. Similes are metaphors. No, you I don't agree know. with me? After no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to <laughs> do I
1: don't, I don't agree. No, I'll agree. Okay, good. We'll look it up later. I just want the simile to. I want to bring it back, dude. Where did it go? Similes are gone? Similes are... Yeah, no one... No one... Everyone's like, Oh, metaphor, figurative language. Like, just use similes. Similes are great. Nine Chanels, their lyrics, a lot of them are really... They use a lot of similes. I like Nine Channels. I want to... Closer. I want to fuck you like an animal. It's... It's a simile. I don't know... Does he want, is he, does he, is... Is he going to be the animal, or is she going to be
0: the animal? Exactly, I don't know, but it is. It's not a great, I guess it's not a great, it's not, it's a, not great, a good simile. It's
1: not a great simile, but it is. It's not a simile nonetheless. If we knew the meaning, then it would be a good simile. Maybe. If it was a metaphor, we'd just say, like, I want to fuck you and animal. They're both animals. <laughs> All right, hold All right on. I um, gather myself one yeah, second. We were talking about
0: similes and metaphors. No, 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 you started talking about that. That was. No, I feel like that's
1: where the conversation was well. going.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put this over here. I'm move the recorder because of the window. Um, did I just really confuse you by that change? Okay, no, no, I don't care. <laughs> okay, the phone went from the left to the right around the arc. It looped. Depends
1: which way you're facing though. Yes, certainly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, So, yeah, I guess what I'm struggling with is to what degree is gut instinct its own form of evidence, not just for religious views, but in general. Like, how much do you rely on gut feeling? Because how do you deny someone who says, I feel like there is a God, and say,
1: well, your feeling is just flat out wrong? I mean, that's just, like, that's not a feeling. To me, that's not a feeling. It's like, I feel, that's not an emotion, that's a thought that you're associating with an emotion. How do you make the distinction between emotions and thoughts? Well, emotions are... Thoughts. I mean, they're, they're things you... They're it's, physiological it's, it's, sometimes, but they are thoughts. No, I think they're tied together, but I think emotions are things like... In terms of like senses, they're things that you feel more more so, where thoughts are articulated by language. That's what, I mean, that's what I think thoughts... That's when I... That's how I think of thoughts. That's how I define them, at least. And I think that's also a really big part of, like, if you look at, like, cognitive behavioral therapy, mm. it's, a big, uh, uh, it's a big aspect, like, separating our feelings and thoughts and beliefs and things. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the way I think of feelings are if you... Uh, I just base most of my education on the inside out, and there are, like, they're like <laughs> five feelings. There's sadness, there's joy, there's... um there's uh, Leslie. There's Amy Poehler. She's a main. She's a. <laughs> she's a feeling. And there's anger and fear, and disgust. Um, and Amy Poehler. There's six then. And Amy Poehler. Yeah. And I, right now I feel pretty Amy. <laughs> Amy I <Poehler>. feel Amy. <laughs> but yeah, I think that that saying you feel like there's a there's a the tone you're using implies implies you don't agree. I think, I, yeah, I think it's a. I think it's like. It's irrational, and it kind of mixes up what feel. I think there's a God. Is what you mean? Yes. I feel hungry, and that I that means that there's a God. Like it's like, (laughs) (laughs) like I could when I feel hungry, I could I could associate that with maybe every time I feel hungry, I like, am hanging out with Jesus. So like, then (laughs) then I I might think that like that that might associate that feeling with Jesus existing. But I to say that I feel like Jesus is in the room with me. It, it mm-hmm. really, I just mean I'm hungry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're just, you're just making this association for no reason. Yeah. Like, uh, Charlie, the dog over yeah, there. Yeah. Charlie, he, um, know. he may have an association in his head where he, maybe he does some sort of prayer every time you walk over to him, like, please God, don't let Jordan kill me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And every time it works. So he's like, God must be watching over. He, he answers all my
1: prayers. Yeah. But Charlie's actually, he's, um, he's, a uh, He's like a panthe a a pantheon pantheonist. What is it what are you, what are you trying it's to like say? It's like a Einstein is one of those guys that just like thinks like the
0: universe is God or something. Charlie's got weird be Oh like Deepak Chopra or like we are the universe, that
1: thing? <laughs> Maybe. He's yeah, he's a Panthe Panthe Your dog uh, is uh pen- he's-, he's a pant he's a he's a, <laughs> he's, a <Pente-Mine. laughs> he's really good, he gets so much because, like people are as like, impressed and surprised to see a dog, um capable of of miming like to do like the stuck in a trapped in a room thing and charlie's an old dog too he's probably gonna die soon so it's like at this age can you teach an old dog new tricks i don't know (laughs) maybe
0: i wanted to see how far you can go with that so it's really hard for me to remain silent there (laughs) I think I don't think I wanna <laughs> anyway, expand but, on that point at all. Anyway his religious views are, are, are that of <laughs> the, pantomimes. Yes, his religious views are nonsensical and of pantomimes. What
1: did mimes vote what did that cohort vote for in the election do you think? The mime crew? Mm-hmm. It's probably like ten percent of the US population. <laughs> like very, that seems high. Uh who do we mean mime. think back to your think back to your high school. Yeah. How many people were mimes? Zero. Okay. Me too, but it could be two exceptions, you
0: know. Yeah, and also there wasn't large enough. Well, we came from a really Jewish town. Maybe. Yeah, there aren't that many Jewish mimes. <laughs> yeah. Where would we have, to, where mines from? What? What is their associated religion? The Midwest. Okay. Good religion. <laughs> the the throat of no, the country. They're from,
1: they're, they're from the
0: Midwest. Oh, the Midwest is everything, though. Well, at least mimes. <laughs> Okay, mimes. Should we continue mimes or done with mimes? I think I'm ready. To I'm done it. with mimes. I, I don't can, care what you think. Okay. Okay, great. It doesn't matter. I want to talk about them more, but it doesn't no, matter. No, you can't. I don't want to. I'm going to leave the room if you, if you want to talk. <laughs> just talk by yourself about mimes for a sec. I'll bring Charlie in. Uh,
1: he likes that. Yeah, Charlie, he can do He a is number. one. He's actually mime right now, but you, can't, you guys just have to take it on faith. Yeah, listeners on the audio can't see the dog. But they'll take it on faith if they're our evangelical evangelical crowd will take it on faith. Yes, they must. Our evangel
0: Oh, let's um let's argue some about Meaning? Don't politely ask me to argue with you. You uh, <laughs> That's, that's a good way you. to say it, I think. I don't want to... See, you worked on I right? won't argue with you. You will. I won't. No. Let's argue. No, let's I'm agree not to doing argue. it. I'm not doing it. I won't do it. It's a really convoluted <laughs>
1: statement to ask someone to agree to argue with you. I won't, it won't do it. very <laughs> <angry>. <laughs> All right, let's do it. I agree. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I don't know which What's one to do. Let's have a conversation. Are you arguing to agree or agreeing to argue? I don't know. It's hard to... Does it chicken, matter, chicken or the egg?
0: Chicken and egg. Chicken or the omelet. Omelets are better. <laughs> Chickens are alive. I what do you want like for dinner tonight? Uh, Burger or lobster? Lobster, w- which is first? Let's see the mar- let's see the argument. Oh, so, so I wrote that article about belief, and you disagreed with part of
1: it. Yeah, I didn't Remember? read that article. Tell me, tell me which parts. Um. <clears throat> Well, I I think you just weren't giving enough credit to. It was to me it seemed like a sort of almost nihilistic view that there is nothing that's universally, absolutely. Like there's no universal absolute principles in 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 how uh, one chooses to live. Um, I think that's wrong. I think there are objectively better ways. To live and but it's all spectrum so it's all in comparison to other ways but I think basically the the only thing that I think is absolute I think most things are relative but the only thing I think is absolute that's fundamental to everything is just constant consciousness and present experience and awareness and I don't think the article gave enough credit to that and then after that I think everything is relative there are different ways to experience that but I think if you take an example of like a dude that just spends his whole life um, basically like immoderately consuming donuts versus (laughs) someone that only has donuts sometimes like and also does other things i think that's like the donut life guy that's not a good life that's like not even like a present sort of thing it's like an addiction or like or like the life of someone that's constantly let's say like drug addicts versus like people that are actually mindful and aware of yeah, but I feel like you're
0: implying that variety is inherently good, which it may not be. Like there, there is an nah, argument I mean, to be made that a that a that a monk who meditates for their entire existence is living
1: the truest and best life. No, I mean I'm not I'm not saying that's not what I'm saying. I'm, okay. I'm talking about moderation, more more like moderate, like moderation as a principle. Yeah, and how, like, think about like the best moments in your life and compare them with just like eating 12 donuts in a row right but the problem with that <laughs> no no the 12 donuts was not the best moment I,
0: did, I never did that mm-hmm. but if I what if it was my best moment no no I don't to. it just wouldn't it wouldn't think I, 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 thinking be. objectively it wouldn't be yeah yes
1: but unless you were like I mean this is... yeah but what example.
0: if I followed a religious text that said that the the truest good in life was eating donuts and that then I just get the most joy because I'm what I'm following what I believed
1: to be the best course of well, lo- well, living. Well, I don't think... Right. So, the principle... I think the principle of being more conscious is absolute, but the situation... It can be... Like, it, it's hard to... You couldn't have, like, an exact situation, but I'm just trying to use examples of of let's say immoderately consume. Let's say it's not... it's In this case, it's not that. It just, it's just consuming excessively. But I, I do think there's a way of going about 12 Donuts that could be really spiritual. Sure. So, it could be, like, a really present well, thing. Well, are you... I
0: feel like what you're trying to say is that more consciousness is better than less consciousness. The more conscious you can, the more you can use your consciousness, the better. Yeah. But I feel like the problem with that is that I get, like, there are situations where you would choose death over life. Like, you, it's not an absolute thing. There, if, if someone is suffering to an unbelievably agonizing extent, that's an extreme amount of consciousness, but we consider it bad. But, so, there. there's a lot of... Like, if someone has no, the worst think, form of cancer and it's really, really painful, <clears throat> like, almost any person would say, that person would be better off
1: not being alive. Yeah, but I think... Is that intrinsically wrong? No, no, it's not It's not just... I think if, you, like, ethically speaking, that person, if they're fully conscious, they might choose to die, and that's... But the, But they're still... That's the the best option, and, and being fully conscious is the way to see that option. It's, I mean, I'm not saying, like, like living, like, the longest is the, the best. Right, I'm okay. I'm just saying, like, being present, like, present experience and consciousness, that's, like, that's the meaning. That's the thing that's fundamentally, universally true, I see. Right, but that's... It's hard to disagree with that, that consciousness is... I mean, I don't know, better I don't know than. Who disagrees with that, honestly.
0: No, no, no. I don't think you'd have disagreement. You just have. I, I accept that, but I don't. I don't fully believe it. Like I, I'm willing to accept it, but I can't say for sure that you're right. I think that's where I stand on it. I'm not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't place all of my. I wouldn't. I wouldn't place all of my belief into that statement and say you, that is the most true of anything that there is. I accept it. I think that's a well, reasonable Sam point. Says. Yeah. I maybe don't agree with him.
1: Interesting. I'm not sure. I think I, mean, I agree. with really like Sam Harris. I yeah. Do, I, I like Sam Harris. I don't have to agree with that. No, of course of, course, of course, of um, course. I just can't think... Of, I think if you don't
0: accept that... Right, this is... No, 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 before you go into this, that's the problem where... I think this is the way I said it in my article, is that the reason to not be nihilistic is because conscious experience seems like the thing to cherish, but that's all that it is it seems that way maybe it seems that way very strongly but there's no full concrete evidence that it is it just seems that way to us and to, pe- to people to humans but there are maybe are other different types of aliens out there that maybe consciousness is not as important like I've, we i don't really know that that's universally true because i'm talking really large scale like the meaning of the whole universe not just the meaning of planet earth
1: or the meaning of human beings so but, I but the argu- the the argument that you that I mean is it's been a while since I read it, but I think you were saying that the universe doesn't have any meaning. Right. Well the the fallacy that I
0: think or the way that I tried to logically prove it is that let's say there's there's some sort of universal force energy, you call it God, you call it anything that maybe there's an alien overlord. Like, that would be simple. If there's a guy that's just in charge of Earth and sits outside the galaxy so we can't see him, and this... Or maybe it's a group of aliens, and they dictate what goes on in our solar system. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Okay, so there's... We're meant to be operating the way that they've instructed us to, because they've created us, maybe. Like, maybe our solar system was created by some aliens. But then who created those aliens? And then if someone created the aliens, who created that? So even if there's meaning... What's the meaning of that meaning, and then what's the meaning of the meaning of that meaning, and you could go on forever like this.
1: I, I, I yeah, I, I get what you're trying to say with that, but I don't think that even that stuff, even that situation, I don't really think it matters because, still, as an ethic consciousness, still uh, like consciousness and present experience still applies to us, and, and and how we go about our lives, and I think that's a really important thing. When making life decisions, I think that's that's a really uh important, like, principle to consider. Right. I, I definitely agree that it, it has utility to as
0: much of an extent as anything, but I don't think that utility is completely synonymous with truth. I, I wouldn't argue that nihilism is, is better than, than believing that consciousness is, is the truest form of existence. Like, life is better than death is a, is a useful viewpoint for everyone to have. We should view that, because if we didn't, then there would be utter chaos. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's right.
1: It just means that it works. Well, if you, I just think if you don't have... If nothing is universally true, then I don't understand how one can even... I don't understand how one even like chooses to to live, really. I don't either. I don't know how someone makes decisions to... To live, I don't know how someone gets mad at someone for committing a, another person for committing atrocities because I don't know. Just if if you don't fundamentally accept the like the sensory experience of being alive, then I, I don't think there's more than that, and and it makes it really hard to uh, to have like a like a constructed view, a coherent view of of, of yeah, make decision making or any sort of living
0: right I agree with all of that but
1: for for you to take it's necessary to well I I know I know from my own experience that that like what I get meaning from is like consciousness and present experiences and and I know like thinking back to my life and the best experience I've had they've always been uh, really uh, like connected engaged and I, I know that there's a I know from like I know from doing it that that those are meaningful things in themselves. So I don't need to... It doesn't matter... It doesn't matter, like, at a bigger picture, like, what the alien overlords want me to do because, to me, those things... Like, I know that those things are better mm-hmm. than the alternative. Um, I agree. I think individual meaning is objective. I'm talking about universal meaning, though. No, but I think that's... I guess they tie together. Yeah, I think that's true for for humans. I, I'm, I think that's true for humans. I think... I, I think other people have... have Similar experience. They have different experiences, of course, but but that is a shared human. Well, trait. I don't know because an
0: an Islamic jihadist, like a guy whose life mission is to blow himself up in an airplane <clears> and kill <throat> Americans, would not share your viewpoint at all. And we can say that no, guy no, is more I wrong than it, it isn't based on a conscious like present moment. It's not experiential. It's not. No, well, he I, isn't. He isn't getting his joy through experiences. He's getting his joy through this one purpose that he believes is the truth.
1: Yeah, but even that guy is going to. I still think the best experiences in his life, the most, enga- are going to be the most engaged ones in a similar way. Like it's going to elicit similar. Right, fe- he just s- similar feelings to him. So He's maybe just wrong about what his
0: his best experiences are. Maybe, maybe like in, the training process and like camaraderie with his friends and stuff. That still is actually bet he feels. Good. He feels more good in those
1: situations than he does when he's blowing himself up, obviously. If he goes about it in, like, a present way, yeah. But and, and I think maybe if you get to, like, his actual, like, beliefs, then it becomes more, like, his actual, like, religious beliefs and his, like, decisions to, like, when he's, like, fighting jihad or whatever. I think that's a more relative thing, and I think that's horrible also. And obviously, but, but I think there are reasons that that, that is obviously, like, I mean, there are reasons that that's, um, I think wrong also, but that might be in a more moral relativist sense. Mm -hmm. Um, but it also might be in a, it also might be in an absolutist sense because to do with the whole consciousness principle, because I think you're choosing to. You 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 have like less sort of empathy for others and and less um, you're t- you're choosing to like sort of take away other people's mm-hmm. consciousness. But but I don't know that that part of the argument I would it would have to I'm not as confident in that. You're uh, not as firm in that stance, but you yeah. still yeah. I'm I'm more yeah I'm more just in the um, it, just in terms of consciousness as a as the meaning I guess of my life. It
0: still to me seems like a fundamental to accept consciousness as the fundamental universal truth of like, that's the meaning of our existence is to make the most of our conscious awareness and experience. There, There is something in there to that. To me seems like a little bit of a leap of faith where we can feel it the most that we can, but it's hard to say we should have evidence for it because evidence in and of itself requires evidence. Like let's say a person who's really religious Just does not accept the construct of evidence as as anything. You know, there you present them with facts, and they say, "I don't, I don't believe in facts and data." Mm -hmm. You need evidence to show them what evidence that it that it's valid. So, you you literally cannot convince that person that the thing that they don't believe in is right because you need to use that thing to prove itself. You need evidence to prove evidence. Mm -hmm. So, I think that drawing. It's hard. You can't make that person agree with
1: your universal truth, then, because they won't accept evidence. Like you're saying, no. But I, I think, yeah, maybe it's a, it's, it is. Maybe it's. It seems like a slight leap of faith. And, but I think like the only way to know it to 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 know that to to come to know it is to is through the experience of living. There isn't like another piece of evidence to. There isn't some uh, like sort of way to like rhetorically convince someone of it. It just it's a it's a matter of personal experience. And Mm -hmm. I guess by definition what consciousness is, it must
0: exist throughout like the alien overlord guy, whoever that if that's a thing, is conscious also. Yeah.
1: It's a thing? Yeah. He mess he emails me. The email's pretty new. He said Oh he, no he tweets, at me. Yeah, he tweets it. Yeah, because it would have taken a while to get he here. tweets at me. Yeah, yeah, of course. He says, um he says, mailer Damon, failure notice, failure notice. Please do not send messages to this number. <laughs> he speaks English. I was talking to my girlfriend on the phone and she said, How'd you get this number? Please don't call me. Please do <laughs> call me again. Oh type like <laughs> over <in America.
0: laughs> Yeah you, you I think you maybe No, that was that was close enough. I liked it. I liked it. I got it. <laughs> That's the best I can do. <sighs> So I guess, like, if we're saying that it is, it's, it's,
1: yeah, let's wrap it up soon. Let's make this last thing about... I didn't say nothing.
0: No, I saw the time also. No, we I didn't say like, anything.
1: I didn't say nothing would mean that I did say something, right? I didn't say nothing. You didn't say, you were talking. But that's a double negative. I didn't say nothing. That's right,
0: you said something. I didn't say nothing. Yeah. You want to keep saying it over and over again? (laughs) Um, But, like, the right and wrong thing is difficult, even if we say... Well, I guess we can move on from consciousness, because it's just, like, a really difficult thing to talk about. But just in terms of how people... Yeah, fuck that. It's over. New thing. Um, Just in terms of how people should act, like, is the terrorist acting intrinsically bad, and is someone who shows love and compassion and intrinsically good? I think... It's more difficult than someone who can say there are ethical codes that are true and false, but then some people will say that morality is completely an illusion, and I think that's a full cop-out also. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's a way more nuanced problem than that because there's clearly – like, agony is bad.
1: Like, we can be sure of that, I think. Like, it's universally disagree- bad? I, no, no I, I, I'm it's excited. hard to accept it no I, I think it is I think it is but I, I, I I'm excited that you think it's
0: <laughs> but see this is this is where you're excited by this but I don't know what is universally good so you're saying consciousness agony is like going home is what you're saying going home is the worst <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no no it's agony is I the opposite prestigious, prestigious. <laughs> no no because it's not agony is not like going home because you're lying you're lying. Say you're lying. I'm lying. It was not burned that letter. Yeah, spare you pain. <laughs> and you lied for a good reason. I'm moving to Florence. Was Michael Caine <laughs> right to burn the letter? Was that ethically good? Um,
1: I don't know. He doesn't think so, so I guess not. Michael Caine <laughs> regrets, or Christian Bale doesn't. Batman's mad. He, it's Rachel. How could you do this to me? Right. No, it's but Rachel. do you think Michael Caine regrets <laughs> that yeah. he burned it? I think so. I think the character... The actor? The character's upset. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, ca- the the actor's upset with the character
0: for his actions. Michael Caine was like, fuck, is this really what the script tells me I have to do? It mean, <laughs> sucks.
1: Damn, goddamn, I'm not doing it. I won't do it. And then okay. Christopher Nolan's like, I wrote the Constitution. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, so Agony, you're talking about Agony, how do you like it?
0: Yeah, I guess I'm trying to figure out if it's a contradiction to say that Agony is an absolute negative while not acknowledging that consciousness is an absolute positive. Do I think they're both just not quite absolutes? I'm not sure. Like, let's do scale of zero to 100 where zero is the absolute endpoint and 100 is the absolute endpoint. And I would say consciousness is like in the 99 something range where I'm like really confident that that's an
1: absolute universal good. But I mean, that's confident enough for me to to believe it you know that's above three three standard okay. deviations above the mean yeah, yeah. but are you are <clears throat> you just
0: rounding up or not do you actually think it's 100 or are you rounding up i'm just rounding up i don't doesn't matter I mean, I fully accepted it. I guess okay. I'm rounding up. You're, so I think for you, you don't, you don't think it, it, it's a meaningful difference if 99.9999 no. is actually 100. If I'm wrong,
1: I don't care. Like, that's like... Okay. Then I'll change my mind. I think I
0: do... I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, I, I acknowledge that I'm rounding up, but that's... I, I question it. I'm a little more skeptical. Okay. I'm not sure if it's okay. But anyway, Agony, I, ha, I think, is a universal zero... Like, but then, but then you can, it's not hard to concoct a situation where agony for one person maybe is good for other people. So like, could you say that, let's say putting five people through the worst torture imaginable saves the lives of a hundred million people. Like, is that still unethical? Because those five people were in agony and those hundred million people that were saved weren't going to die that painfully. They were just not going to be alive anymore. So you're, you're putting five people in agony to save a hundred people who maybe would have just died a painless death. Mm -hmm. Is that, is that universally good or bad? Because if you believe agony is an absolute negative, that's the worst possible thing, then there's no amount of help that agony can be worth justifying. Yeah. I don't know in that situation if you could come up with a universal answer. So I think for agony, I'm rounding down also. I think it is the same as the consciousness being universally good, but only as far as we know. And agony is a universal bad,
1: but only as far as we know. I mean, I think it is universally bad, and I think consciousness is universally good. But I, I don't think that, that it follows that you can make a decision like that, a universal decision like that. You can't know that that decision is right or wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... yeah. I think you that's can be a, confident. It's a relative situation. I think, like, if those... Yeah, I mean, whatever. Like, how I do think you, if those people, like, chose... Then obviously, the, I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking that's a cop out. I think if those five people were like, yeah, sign me up. I want to be a hero. You leave that's it up great. to choice. Yeah. But ha- then, well, I don't want to get into like, like if Harvey, they're mentally Harvey ill or. Face. Harvey, th- four face. Harvey, five. 20 five. face. He's the MLB showdown. He's the MLB showdown dice. Harvey, 20 face. Harvey can be anything. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey says to the Joker, let's flip.
0: Well, hold on. <laughs> Did he change like some of the. He changed the four and the 11 and the 13 to sixes so it's not like. Two face, he he didn't make it heads and heads. He made it like an abnormal number of sixes on the on the die. Can we? Can we? Oh, does he cheat? He cheats. Oh what? Harvey, Harvey cheats? cheats. Yeah, remember. Why does he flip the coin then? Is it a show? It's not. No, it, it becomes when he becomes two Faced Then the heads got burnt. Remember at okay. the beginning he has when he's just the mayor Harvey Dent. It's heads on both sides. Okay, so he's cheating. Okay, he's cheating on um, in the in the beginning. Right, but then when his face gets burned, the other side of the coin also gets burned. <laughs> He's got Gotham, He's got white knight. This is bullshit. Yeah, so then in, in Commissioner Mr. Gordon <laughs> So in your example Commissioner when twenty sided die holding Harvey Dent gets his face burned in some like weird zigzag way that's not quite half, but it's like some proportion of the face. Maybe it's like twenty two percent of the face. It's like pop marks. Yeah, like a, a few a few sides of the of the of the twenty sided die, the numbers get like l- like welded into different numbers. Yeah man. So it's still like cheating. Batman is the Bible. Batman yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with that. Dude,
1: should we should we keep talking about this? I'm cool. We can. I think we can stop talking. Maybe yeah. Maybe uh, do do that thing when Sturm says like uh, buy or sell or something. Oh, we actually haven't done that in a while. Do Underrated you want to? Play? Do you want to? What? How can we? I want a different name for that game. Under
0: buy or sell, PTI. You're that. Oh, you're doing that. You're doing Tony Kornheiser
1: <laughs> <in> sports. <laughs> Does he still do that? How's, that show? How is Kornheiser? I don't watch sports either, dude. Are you buying or selling underrated or overrated Tony Kornheiser?
0: Uh, <laughs> I think he's overrated.
1: Michael Wilbon. Overrated. Stephen A. Smith. Overrated. Stephen Do you want to answer also, Stuart or you just want to know what I think? I overrated. You think. Stuart Scott. Dude, I, I really overrated. not Didn't Stuart Scott this. die?
0: Is he dead? I think he's dead. Underrated. Go to, <laughs> go to the next person. Scott Van Pelt. Terps? Yeah. Underrated. <laughs> <laughs> not biased at all. That was, that was truth. Um, I don't just like Maryland. Nassim Taleb. Underrated. You're going to answer for this one. You're thinking. Oh, overrated. I hate him. You don't
1: like that guy. No, I think he's an asshole. Yeah. I think he's an asshole too. No, but, and I also don't like him. Oh, okay. For other reasons. All right. Say a different name. <laughs> um, Matthew
0: Matthew Barry. McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, both overrated. Matthew Barry's overrated? He's way more overrated than Matthew McConaughey. Um, D- you Obama. can agree or disagree. I think Obama's overrated. I
1: Obama's think o- underrated.
0: I think Obama's. What's his approval rating? Really high, right? No. Uh, 60s probably? I don't know. I need to know what his rating is before I can determine no, if it's too high or too that's low. Not part of the that's game. how overrated and underrated works. Well, 60s? Lefkowitz. I think Obama should be sixty five. Is it below or above that? Then I'll determine over or under rating. His um, approval rating, in my mind. Yeah. What say? What your rating of him is, and I'll tell you if I think it's too high He's or low. He's like lower. a ninety. No, nah, it's too high.
1: No. Okay.
0: <laughs> Leftwitz.
1: No, let's not rate him.
0: No. No. Okay. No. I'm not no, really th- rated. I think I'll start <laughs> saying some names now, and I'll give you my rating of them, and you say higher or lower. Okay. Um, Thomas Jones. I have
1: him at forty one. Buy or sell. I buy him. I think, <laughs> think I? that guy's a workhorse. You could give him the ball so many times, and who cares what he even does with it? He'll, <laughs> he'll,
0: he'll take it, though. He'll protect Jamal Charles from future injury risk. This <laughs> <He's laughs> is fucking. <laughs> the guy's a hero. He's a <laughs> He prolonged Paul Charles fantasy
1: value by at least uh, six months t- we are just gonna keep giving Thomas Jones the ball <laughs> is that what is that what Herman Edwards says was he the coach does he think that that uh, Thomas Herman Thomas Edwards said? overrated underrated I'll give him three um I think he's a positive guy and he's underrated overrated I'm overrated You think he's less than three <laughs> <laughs> damn you don't like I think him. he's universally bad <laughs> <laughs> Herman Edwards is agony. <laughs> <laughs> He's like going home. Yeah.
0: Okay. Let's not do it anymore. All right. I think I'm happy ending in Herman Edwards. Yeah. Okay. Herman Edwards, worst thing possible on the universe. Okay. Edwards, good. <laughs> no, I don't pay it will fade out. You don't have to like say. You don't have to start talking in de- 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 decreasing volume. <laughs>